0: we're back in business all right this is gonna be really so i keep mentioning with every podcast that my my neighbors are getting are moving in and that's actually happening now and like there's across the street i think people are moving in like this moment so you're gonna be watching me for my podcast and it's just gonna be a little goofy and i'm looking forward to it okay welcome back to TBP, the procrastinate podcast i'm your host matthew b stein Thank you very much for joining myself on this lovely Sunday evening, 819 on Sunday, August 15th of 2021, back in the senior house, back in the same spot, the same chair, same backdrop, you know where we're at. What? Okay, this week's episode is kind of a year in review. It's episode 52 of the podcast, so there's 52 weeks in a year, I figured it'd be fun if I reviewed or not reviewed, thought about what I've learned this past year from my podcast, from life, from friends, from whatever, and just chat about it. I tried to create a comprehensive list. We'll see how it actually goes. Mm, yeah. Roll the intro, whoa. Whoa. Welcome back! Episode 52 of the Procrastinated Podcast has been started. Welcome, welcome to it. So I mentioned, this week is kind of just an update on my life, what I've learned in the last year, uh, if any i learned anything valuable. While preparing this list, I tried to make a comprehensive list of the things that I've learned, but it's surprisingly hard because you learn a lot of things in a year. And some things kind of, some lessons you learn are kind of similar sometimes, so... You gotta, you gotta pick and choose, kind of, and it's a little hard. So, not exactly sure how I want to go about this list, but we're just going to go through it. But before we get started with the list, I would like to update you on my being present. So, I didn't really take a dedicated day this week to just leave my phone away and live my life. Should have, but I didn't. And that's okay, but I should have done it. I don't know. I do think I am making a concerted effort to be on my phone less. That's alarming. I think my wisdom teeth are coming in more. Because, like, you can see that camera. You see this little thing right here? It's a gland. Oh, boy. (laughs) Minor health issues. It's okay. Oh, boy. So, uh, I I just... so i think i'm doing a better job overall perhaps of getting on my phone and being present but like yeah yeah, yeah. i could do uh, make a better effort of actually doing it you know i like i could i could have that better effort of, of taking a day to have my phone away and not near me where i am not thinking about it it's not in my world i'm just in the moment and i'm present and that is something that i like as a reason why i've been talking about this because i'm working on it but it's something that I, I should keep doing it because whenever I do do it, I notice an obvious difference and I feel obviously better. So, I, did, I didn't do a good job this week, we'll say. It's all, it's all really about... That's the only point. So, what have I learned in the past year? 52 weeks ago, in a week, not this week because it was like the 26th when I started my podcast, but 52 weeks ago, I started the Procrastinated Podcast, what you're watching right now, and... Since then, a lot of things have happened. When I started my podcast, I was in a relationship or just freshly into a relationship, like fresh, freshly into a relationship, like three or four days into a relationship. That relationship has since ended and I haven't been in any other relationships. There have been other people, but no other relationships uh what else has changed i'm a senior now in college we've endured another year of a pandemic because the pandemic has never really gone away we've still been in a pandemic whether it feels like it or not i haven't grown any like like physically grown any i haven't oh i've gained some money i've up my up my checks a little bit uh that nah, feels really good i must tell you that feels really good to to like make substantial money and i <laughs> My definition of substantial and somebody else's definition of substantial are so different, but I have accumulated a the largest sum of money in my bank account that I ever have. Not like it's, I'm not rich by any means. It's enough money to keep me alive, but it just feels good that I've saved up some money because it's really the first time in my life that I've had complete control over my finances and had to do it on my own kind of. And that does feel good. I take a bit of pride in that. So let's start off with my notes and what I have written down. Schedule and routine can go a long way. And I wrote this down because I, when I think back about this past year and the times that I've been like really on my game, like productive, getting things done, making connections, doing good jobs, making money typically, there's one thing that ties all of those different times together. Because obviously, like any person, I kind of ebb and flow. There will be times where I'm really on my, on my stuff, on point. In the game, I'm doing the things I need to do. I'm making connections. I'm I'm on. My, I'm doing. I'm turning my assignments in early. I'm doing all these things. But then there are other times where I'm chilling and not doing the things I need to do because you know we we we, we haven't flow that way. But those times that I'm on my stuff, the thing that unites them all is the routine. And when I say routine, it's not you, you. wake up at 8 a.m. and you go to bed at 9 p.m. and your 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 day is measured out, measured out, measured out. And maybe I should do that. Maybe that could be helpful, but. That's not exactly what it is. To me, a routine is waking up at a certain time. So last year, it was like 9 a.m. Wake up at 9 a.m. every day, or at least try to, because some days you got to sleep in. But generally, as a pretty hard rule, wake up at 9 a.m. Because it's not too early, but it's not the day's not over, obviously. It's still the morning. You still get that little morning feel at 9 a.m., which is important to me. And when you ha- are on a routine, it really helps measure everything out, kind of. And it's not even like I was that precautious with my time. And like I said, scheduling it all out. I really wasn't. But, But I guess budgeting out my time with time slots, but not necessarily like saying this happens then, this happens then, this happens then. It's more of like, I have these things to do. Where can they fit into my schedule best for me? And what is the best way for me to attack them? Is that me completing this assignment that's due tomorrow, this morning... Because I'm the most motivated, or is that me just sending emails, just just like getting up to date with things I have going on and checking my email, or is that uh, me just hanging out with friends? Because that's another thing you should counter counter or figure into your schedule. A, bee, a big B just flew in here, and now I'm paranoid. <laughs> so routines are very important, and they've helped me stay on my P's and Q's this past year, and... This summer, I have struggled to have any semblance of a schedule. I've gotten a little bit of one in the last two weeks. And school's coming up. And this next week is really going to be, like, putting out fires, just doing those little things that, I've been, that I haven't been doing, that I've been sitting on, uh, that that do build up over time. There's probably, like, five or six of the smaller things that I need to do. But that's what this this next week about is going to be about, is going to be put doing those things. And I hope that from there, I will be able to start on a schedule for school because I, I, to be... The Matthew sign I have been for the past year. That bug just flew out of the sky. Or dropped out of the sky. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Said bug has been eradicated. Oh no, there's his buddy. Imagine they come and attack me. I did miss. I think you probably saw it. I did miss. Okay. Routine Matthew. Back to back to the back to basics. For school, it's actually really important to have that schedule. It just helps me stay on top of my stuff and I need it a little bit. Oh mosquito right by my ear. It's like the worst sound in the world. Everything serves a purpose. This is one of those things that I say that has multiple meanings. Everything serves a purpose. Every, purpo- every person in your life serves a purpose. Whoa, the light just, the color just changed. Every thing you do serves a purpose. Every person you meet, oh wait, that's what I just said. Uh, every small thing that passes your day serves a purpose. The pr- professors in your life serve, everything serves a purpose. Some things are there to look, teach you something. Some things there are to hurt you, even honestly. Some people are there to build you up. Some people are there to challenge you or tear you down. And all of these serve a purpose, whether it's good or bad, they serve a purpose and uh, uh, play a role in the greater picture of your life, or my life, your life. Therefore, what's to be learned from this, I guess, is try and pay attention to everything, which is definitely a tall order, but I mean, like, do your best to keep your ducks in a row, which kind of goes back to routine. It's really yellow in here. Well, we're going to roll with it. Sorry, it's really yellow. I can't, why is it changing so much? It's getting darker, but whatever. Always say yes. This is another thing I've learned in the past year. Well, I've been told before, haven't really uh, uh, actually put it into work, but that's okay. I I have this past year. Always say yes. And again, this has multiple multiple purposes. Anytime you get asked for work uh, or any opportunity, what I've learned last year, yes, yes, yes. Whether it's volunteering or actually getting paid or getting paid a lot of money, whatever it is, yes, 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 yes. Because even if you don't know how to do it, you'll get there and you can say you don't know how to do it and they'll give you a little bit of grace because you're a young person, at least in my situation, and they'll work with you. You get into good positions by saying yes, basically, is what it is. I would not have some of the opportunities that I had this year if I didn't just say yes to them, if I didn't just commit to them because there were times this past year where I was, like, overwhelmed and freaking out. About what was happening for me next? What do I what do I have going for me? What was <clears throat> always say yes, and I'm, I I put this on the list because by saying yes this past year, I got myself into some unique positions that I did not I did not foresee myself getting into, and that's a good thing. Uh, that most of those situations, while some of them may have been scary, they helped me out and I learned something, whether it's good or bad. Like you learn always learn something. And if you're scared in that position, don't be afraid to ask questions because questions are are you being honest first of all, and that's one thing I value more than anything. And since I've left high school, that's what I've learned. Not even the past year, but honestly, honesty is just so valuable. So when you ask those questions, people will help you out. They'll give you room to learn. And also, when you ask questions, it kind of helps people understand where you're coming from because then they know what you or they, they get a better idea of what you do and don't know because you're letting them know by asking, basically. Uh, but there's just been times this past year where if I wouldn't have said no, I would not be in the same place and same mindset that I am right now. I would probably be struggling for, uh, whether it's like financial reasons or it's emotional reasons, just saying yes, gets you into new places and new experiences. And when you get in new places and new experiences, you learn things about yourself and about the people around you and about the world. And you can't ask for much more than that because that's the only way we grow as people is just by learning in general about anything, about people, the places, uh, things around you. Communication is key. This one's kind of self-explanatory. I don't need to say much about this. Can you hear them inside? I look annoyed, but I'm not really annoyed. It's a silly little poopy. <laughs> Silly little poopy. Uh, Communication is key. This one's self-explanatory. I don't need to say much about it. But communications with every person in your life is important. Significant other, important. Friends, important. Family, important. Professional people, important. Bosses, important. uh, Mentors, important. Whoever it is, communication is so key. Communication helps people understand where you're coming from what you are, what you would know, what you don't know, which kind of goes back to questions a little bit, but it like people respect good communication, especially adults. They, they, they see it and they, and it stands out to them and they, they enjoy it. And I, I must admit, I've done a poor job of communicating this summer and, and, and in general terms, I should have been reached out to more people or emailed people back or whatever. And so I say I've learned that this past year, but I don't know how much I've actually learned it. It kind of again goes back to the routine. Once you get, in, when I've gotten into a routine, my communication is better I just do better in general and communication is kinda the base of that communication makes the whole world go round Uh, it it makes all of your relationships healthier it makes your life healthier It makes your mental health healthier probably because communicating is so valuable communicating can help you get experiences it can help you learn things it can help you have a good time it can Lead you to uh, to to new places. I don't know. I feel like I'm saying the same things over and over again. But communication is so valuable, and I need to, I need to, I need to remember that because I, I I sometimes will just like brush off my emails that I haven't responded to, or just like forget about my email for a week or two, and then I will miss out on important emails that I need to hear or I need to respond to, or not need, but like just more important emails, and that's a problem. So we need to avoid that in the pro- that problem going forward. <laughs> Keep those around you that make you feel good and help you do good. And this is, this is kind of saying that company is key. Those that are around you build who you are, how you think, what you value, the way you behave, what your interests are. They kind of help define you. Obviously, you're, you are your person and you've carried your experiences with you to where you are now, but the people that are around you now are defining your now. And your now is just important as important as your past, as it is important as your future. So, having those around you that do do good, that are good people, that help you think positive things and stay on top of your game and aren't putting you down or like challenging you in the worst ways, because sometimes you need to be challenged, obviously. But company is important, it really is, because they can be for you, be there for you when you need them to be, they can leave you alone when you need them to, if they understand you well enough. Without each other, we wouldn't be very far at all. And kind of going along with communication is key. Having good people around you and communicating with them, and telling them your insecurities, your fears, your 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 what you're scared of, your what makes you happiest, what things you love the most. Even if you are on a, you have a great day and it's just uh, peaches and cream, everything is great. Just even have somebody to go back to at the end of the day that you that you love and care about, that loves and cares about you, even if it's a friend or a girlfriend or a dog or whoever. Having that person to be able to tell them about your good day is a good thing. And that's something that I should probably actually do more. I Maybe mean, that's something I should have learned. Telling people about good things in your life isn't a bad thing. I always feel like I'm bragging and it's better to move in silence. That's for sure. I, I promote that and I preach that a little bit. Move in silence because people don't need to know what you're doing. They don't need to be off on your business. They just need to see the results and they need to see you looking like a king or queen. Or king. If you want to be a queen and you want to be a king, or you are a female and want to be a king, also cool. And same for man to queen. I'm a queen quite often, honestly. I'm probably more of a queen than I am a king. (laughs) Okay, this one kind of circles back around, but I'm I'm gonna toss it in there anyways. You don't know everything, and assuming you know things is dangerous, so ask questions. I've learned it's best to ask even in times when sometimes you think something is simple, because there are situations you can get yourself into where you think you know something and you're like, 60-40 60-40 about it, you're, you're pretty sure you know it, but then you try it, and you do it wrong, and then doing it wrong creates problems. And it's okay to do things wrong, it's always, oh, definitely okay to make, make mistakes, but sometimes you can make mistakes the wrong time. So this is why I say it's best to ask questions, because you just learn, and that's what I'm kind of going to leave this one as. You just learn, and learning by asking questions is one of the fastest way to learn the information that you want to know. Ask my mom. I've always asked questions ever since I was little. The smallest question, like why is Dairy Queen sign red, or what? Why is? Uh, why are we stopped at the stoplight? Just like, that's a lame question. But like I was always asking questions as a kid, no matter what they were, even if it was about silly things. And that's something I should not stop doing. Asking questions is a really good thing, and it's how you keep growing, even in the smaller ways. Because you could ask a question just about something small on the street and somebody might have an answer for you and you could, it could open up your mind a little bit. You could learn something new and it could expand your mind bigger, for, to a bigger place than it was, I guess. I hope that I hope I explained that well. But asking questions is a good thing just because how would you ex- expect to help yourself if you're not asking those questions that you, about things that you need to know or want to know or are afraid that you don't know? The only way you learn those things is by asking questions, no matter how big or small or complex. Try and verbalize and put a question together because you you're never sure, you never know how much it might it might just help. So that's kind of the six, seven things I learned this year. I it wasn't I don't feel like I rounded out this list as list as satisfyingly as I wanted to, but that's okay because another thing I've learned this year is if you just try your best. Sometimes that's all you can give, and it may not be like the greatest thing ever. You may not kill it, but if you did give your best, then there's not much else you can really ask from yourself. If you're giving your best, it's your best for your reason. It's the best you can do, and I think if you're doing any, any less than the best you can do, you're kind of letting yourself down. So that's why doing the best you can with what you have is the best decision you can make. And doing your best can be asking questions, it can be communicating, it can be uh, learning that everything serves a purpose, it can be just saying yes to things. All of these little lessons feed into that same line. And I gotta, emphasize, I gotta re-emphasize communication. I was in a relationship when I started this podcast a year ago, and that relationship kind of fizzled out over time. Uh, just like over a break, it fizzled out, and that's because we didn't communicate. We, we struggled to communicate properly and that maybe was the downfall of our relationship as well, or may have been a factor. So communicate with every person in your life, especially when you feel like you're holding something back or withholding information from them that could be valuable to them, then you must communicate. It almost becomes imperative at that point that you communicate and communicate that in some way. Cause you can communicate in many different ways, whether it's like sending a goodie basket or just straight up face to face or over the phone or over text. You can communicate in a lot of ways. Just make sure you do it because it's very valuable. I should have prefaced this at the beginning of the episode. Uh, these are the things that I've learned in the past year, but because th- even though I list off these things that I learned and I talk about them confidently, it doesn't mean I know everything by any means. Absolutely not. In fact, some of these things that I've said, I don't think any of them are wrong, but they could be wrong. They could. There could be situations where they don't apply. But this is just what I've learned from the past year from my life. And I'm, I'm doing that thing where I'm, I'm talking and I'm saying these words but my mind is somewhere else and I'm realizing something, another point about something I mentioned in the past. I'm getting a little jumbled mind. But disclaimer, I say these things that I learned because I learned them in my own life, through my own experiences, through the things that I did. So what you may have learned in the last year may be different from what I learned and what I did. But I don't know if that discredits what I've learned. Definitely doesn't. I just don't know everything. Basically, I'm not the king of the world. <laughs> That's the gist of it. And there's Jenna. Thanks. That's kind of all I got, actually. That's all I got. I was gonna touch on the on the corner flag. I have no idea how long this episode's gonna be. It kind of got jumbled together through like multiple clips on my phone. Um, this may be totally uh, just random all over the place, and it could be 12 minutes for all I know. But. Uh, I hope you learned what I learned, or at least picked up something from what I learned. 52 weeks in the books. Got a lot uh, a lot more weeks ahead of us. I'm going to keep doing this till, the, till time stops. So I'll see you at 104 weeks. For those of you that have listened to every episode, I think it's really only like two or three people. But for those of you that have, I really appreciate it. It's crazy that I've been doing this for a year now. That's insane. And I, I, at this point, I would like to have more viewers than I do. I would like to have a bigger audience. But there are things that I could have done to help grow my audience. I understand that. And I could have done a better job. But whatever. At the end of the day, this factors in my routine. Going circling, coming full circle there. This has been the base of my routine for a year, kind of. Every Sunday I try and film. Every Monday I try and edit. And every Tuesday I try and upload. God, these locusts are loud. That little bit of schedule has helped me learn so much and, and keep me in a moving in a positive direction because it gives me a benchmark to work on every week. So thank you for tuning in and giving me an outlet to do these things and get these things off my mind, get these things off my chest. There have been times in the past year where, we've, where I've talked about some, or we've talked about some heavier things. Um, I've gone through a lot. Mm, I've gone through a lot in the past 18 months a drastic time i have learned a lot i've had a great time it's definitely been net positive everything that's happened has been net positive now it's just about making this next year bigger and better and growing more always growing always growing going forward never going backwards never always forward have to be moving forward you have to even if it's a half inch and sometimes you get kicked back but as long as you're not making that actual direction move backwards and you are and you got knocked back, that's good. You have to pick yourself up and move again. I get so caught up in just being stuck and being sad or whatever it is. You get in a rut, bounce back. And that's what I'm going to keep trying to do. When I get in a tough, tough place, bouncing back, getting all back on my shit, back on my routine, and killing the game, and showing the game, the game, the world, who Matthew B. Stein is. A smart young kid with a promising future who believes in himself. Thank you very much for listening these last 52 weeks. I look forward to another 52 more. Thank you so much for listening and being here with me and listening to me ramble about my random thoughts, even though I imagine most of you probably don't really care about them, but I appreciate you listening either way. I'll see you next week in the sa- in next week's episode, episode 53 of the Procrastinated Podcast. I have been your host, Matthew B. Stein. You've been fantastic, as always. Now, see you next week in next week's episode of the Procrastinator Podcast. Peace out.